Hello, I'm Sarah James, a lifestyle blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast in the Lifelisten Network about two women embarking on a self-care bender. We're both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet it's elusive. And while we may have all the information we need, we don't always get there. We want to explore different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious, looking at body, mind, and spirit, and also just some random talk that's thrown in there for good measure. We also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, on today's episode, we are having a sudsing up showdown. Yes, we are. We, yes, we are. We and are. I have very strong opinions about this. Oh, I do too. And apparently <laughs> very, very many people do as well on our Facebook community group about whether you use a washcloth, yes. a loofah, a poof, all that stuff. So we're going to be talking about that. and then we'll Yeah, we did a poll on our Facebook <laughs> page. And if you are not a member there, it's um, Selfie Podcast Community. It was a very fun and lively discussion that is still ongoing. It's still ongoing. People are up in arms about how you wash yourselves. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking mm-hmm. about that. Yes. So what's up with you, Kristen? What's going on? Well, um, you know, I had a nice little week of self-care last week, so I'm just, you know, back in the grind. Um, but I have to say, I I have been doing something in, in the vein of self-care that I'm proud to report, which is that I have been finally making doctor's appointments and taking care of a multitude of health issues that I have just put off for two to three years. Good for you. Yeah. it's I don't know why this aspect of taking care of myself is just, it's hard for me. I mean, I just, I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then you never do it. Right. Um, but I, (laughs) and now it's become like a full-time job because, you know, this is how I operate. It's all or nothing about everything. So it's like, I don't go to the doctor for three years and then I make an appointment with every specialist ever. Oh yes, of course. Of course you do. In one month. Because of course. So this month, I have a mammogram. I have I had a consult for my ablation, which I'm totally doing. So now I have to go have a pelvic ultrasound just to make sure everything is anatomically correct. Right. Which I know that it is because I've already had those because I had infertility, but whatever protocol. Right. So I get to go and have my boobs squeezed. I get to go have a wand put up my vagina. <laughs> um, I'm Sounds doing allergy fun. testing. Ooh. Because I are have you horrible doing, allergies. Are you doing skin or blood? Oh, yeah, the skin. Oh, yeah. You know, so they prick your back up. I've had it done so many times, but they're like, well, it's been a few years. We want a new baseline. Mm. So I'm having that done. I'm having a consult with an ENT because I totally have a deviated septum and it is constantly congested on one side. I probably need that surgery. Oh. In fact, I know I need that surgery. I've heard varying opinions about that surgery. I have too. And I also have to say my mom did it when I was younger. It was horrible and it didn't work. Oh, no. It didn't work. So, you know, but I just feel like I've got to give it a try because I wake up every single morning with one side completely impacted. Yeah, that's no Um, good. So I'm just going to go in for the consults. I just went to my, I had my pap done. Um, I went and got my blood levels done. Like I am just all of the things. I'm doing all of the things. Girl, you're taking it home. You're taking it all the way home. That's good. Well, you know, 
I just didn't like that kind of hanging over me, you know, oh. that I just hadn't, hadn't had anything looked at in so long. I completely agree. That's just stuff you got to get done. And you know, really technically, well, now when do you have to get your first colonoscopy when you're 50? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think we're still young for that, but I think I'm a little late on getting a mammogram. Have you had one yet? Oh, ha- oh, have we not talked about this? Um, no. Yeah. I, I get them every year and ultrasounds because I have fibrocystic breasts and oh, right. I have um, just found this out last, this is just about a month ago. I have 23 cysts in my right breast and 21 uh, in my stressful. left breast. Oh my gosh. It doesn't, they don't hurt though. They, like, they don't bother me. You can't tell. In fact, they've actually increased my cup size by one and a half. <laughs> so hey, as my- You know what, Sarah? I have to say, I have noticed your boobs seem bigger than these. I know! No, I, right? Kristen. Like, I'm like, when did Sarah get big boobs? Kristen, I have been <laughs> a 32B my whole life and I am a 32D but really kind of overflowing and now about to be a 32 double D because of wow. these cysts. The woman told me. You're which so went, lucky you have cysts. <laughs> That's what she said. She goes, she's like, it's just like a, it's like a natural boob job. And I'm like, cause they don't wow. hurt me. And I go, so if you were to drain these, cause I've had some drain before in the past, if they get a little uncomfortable, she's like, yeah, if I drained them, you would lose probably two cup sizes. I'm like, keep them in, keep them in. I like this because also just they, they're, it's like a, this is too much information, but it's kind of a firm, it's a firmness. So they're not like, oh, they Look great. They look fantastic. They're not like droopy. They're perky. I mean, so, hey, I am all for the cysts. But anyway, yeah. So I have, the the bad thing is I have so many lumps and bumps when I feel around that it's very hard for me to detect if it's actually like a cancerous lump or a cyst. So I go in a lot just to make sure. Sometimes I feel some that are a little bit harder than others and they have to look. So, oh yeah, I'm besties. I'm besties with the mammogram staff. I mean, how does that work, though? You know, I, I mean, we both struggle with anxiety. Like, does the presence of the cysts, though, does that bug your anxiety? Or have you been able know. to kind of let that one go? Nope. I only worry about things like getting sucked out of an airplane window. Like, I don't right. I don't worry about things that could actually maybe happen to me. I am the weirdest person, but I worry oh. about some insane, like, giving, getting, like, the avian flu or, like, a bird flu. I mean, Oh, yeah. You worry about weird things. That's true. I know that about you. (laughs) I hyper fixate about like weird diseases and things. But oh, I'm like, oh, breast cancer? Oh, it'll be fine. What? I make no sense. I literally, I I make no sense. People even say that with my parenting. They're like, you're so chill with your kids. I mean, they don't ever go to the doctor. If something happens, I'm like, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. But then me, and I'm like, (gasps) it's just, it's, it's weird. Well, you know, See, it. that's interesting because I fret about normal things. Like, so I went and did my pap. And one of the reasons I won't go and do paps is because between having the pap and them calling me with the results, I will be decided that I have cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes no sense. And I, you know, not to TMI, but I have no risk factors. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I will still, still fret. Uh, like, oh, oh yeah. when am I going to get the phone call that tells me that I have, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that definitely goes through my mind, too, like with blood work and things like that. But I think with the, in particular, about my breast health, I'm I, I'm being seen so much that I, yes. I just really feel 
like I'm knock on wood. I actually am knocking on wood right now, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm being looked after more than like 99% of the people out there. Cause I have to go in so much and True. get it done. Yeah. yeah. So, if you had something happen, you would know. I'm glad you noticed my boobs are looking bigger. Wow. Uh, they really do. <laughs> I am so confusing. I've just never had, I know, I, I don't know what to do with this. It's like a whole new world. I just, I, I don't know. It's not That's bad. Awesome. Yeah. You're very lucky. <laughs> I, I guess, but then I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I wish so, I had cysts. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll get some. Maybe you can, oh, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. Apparently when you go into menopause, cause the cysts are triggered by hormonal fluctuations and that's why <laughs> That's why stuff's going down right now because my hormones are all over the place because I'm in perimenopause. But apparently when you go into menopause, the cysts kind of just dissolve because the hormones are not there. So does that mean when I'm 55, all of a sudden I'm going to have like just nothing in there but just the skin, the skin. <laughs> and just like <laughs> hanging down to my waist. Yeah. I can tuck them into my pants. Like, oh my god! Oh great! This will be, that. That's my new thing to worry about now. What's going to happen to these boobs? But that's that's a while. That's like that's ten years, people. Ten years. They're going to deflate. Yeah. So um, I have a little story for you about this week. Okay. That happened to me. This is so typical. So typical of my life. Um, I went to this candle making workshop with a that's five. Fun. It was cool. I've never made a candle before. It was pretty cool. Um, five other women. I know the woman who makes the candles. Actually, they're fantastic candles, and we'll link to them. Uh, it's Bisbee is the name of the candles. Anyway, so I go there, and um, this is something that would totally happen to me. Um, you know, Kristen and I are both Enneagram 3s, and um, while Enneagram 3s like to have attention, the attention we want is you know, admiration. Like we want attention from people because mm-hmm. they admire us. We don't like attention when something dramatic or bad has happened to us. Like we don't, we like, we don't yes. want to look like we're in trouble, that we're not capable, whatever. Now I'm sure you and I, Kristen, know many people that will take attention any way they can get it. <laughs> oh, I knew a few of those. I knew a few of those people. Okay. We are not like that. We're not like that. I don't like when something bad happens, but I don't seem capable. Anyway, so we're getting ready, and she has all of these amazing oils with all the scents of her travels over the world, and we get to, like, mix and match the oils. And so she's kind of joking, and she goes, there's only one thing I require of all of you is don't get these oils in your eyes because— I don't like where this is going. Oh, I know. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing alert. Um, and I even laugh out loud and say, like, how could that happen? Like, how could you get oil in your eye from, like, a dropper and putting it on a piece of paper and a candle? Well, let me tell you how it happens. So um, <laughs> I am sitting there. And it was, like, actually a very lovely event with just, like, all these beautiful flowers. We all had, like, our little boho dresses on. You know, like, everyone's just so cute and precious. And um, I was dropping some oil onto, like, a little strip, like you do perfume, and I like wicked it back and forth with my with my wrist, like you know, ooh, gonna smell this, and it actually <laughs> sent a drop of oil directly oh my into my eyeball, like directly into no, my eyeball. No, no, no. The oil has gone. How bad did it hurt? Oh, oh my god, like ripping, searing burning pain. Oh. But you know me, which is exactly what you would have done too. I'm just like, I cannot make a scene. 
Like, I don't want I people to know. I would have pretended it didn't happen. Yeah. Right. So I'm like sitting there and blinking, but then I feel like my, my, the tears are happening. I know my mascara is running down. I have contacts in. And then I kick into ultra anxiety mode where I'm like, I'm going to go blind. I'm going to go blind Uh right here. Uh I'm going to lose my eyesight in my right eye because I got candle making oil in it. So I finally just stand up and I'm like, I'm like, I'm really sorry, guys, but I got oil in my eye. No. (laughs) And everyone's just like, you're kidding me, right? No, I'm not kidding. So this was in a downtown, in a building downtown that this little space we were in didn't have its own bathroom. So the bathroom in this the closest bathroom is a public bathroom in a very large building downtown. Um, half of it's like empty. And so the assistant of the candle making queen is like, uh, let's go to the bathroom. Let's figure this out. And at this point, like all of my makeup's like running down my face on one side. My eye is beet red, just bloodshot, horrible. Oh my gosh. We go into the bathroom and she's like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I guess I should take my contacts out first. So I take the contact out of my eye, which I guess was maybe actually slightly protecting my eyeball from all of the oil in it because then it was like, (gasps) I drop my contact in in the sink, in the public sink that's like, Probably hasn't been washed. I don't know how long, but I have to have that contact because I can't see without it. So she runs and grabs a champagne flute and like pours some water in it. And I drop my contact in there. Someone had some eye drops. We're doing an eye wash station in my eye. Um, Oh my word. Had to like wash my contact with tap water, put it back in my eyeball. Everything was fine. Went back, made my candle, just, you know, slightly humiliated by, I mean, I just don't understand why stuff like this always happens to me. How, how did I get oil in my eye? But I did. And I I'm not blind. Know, I'm here to tell you all you I'm did. not blind. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm, you know what? I'm proud of you for saying something <laughs> because I know you don't like attention, attention and embarrassment. And I feel like you probably would have gone blind just to make sure you didn't have to bring attention to you, I know. to a mistake. <laughs> I know. I made a mistake, guys. You guys just don't know how hard it is for a three to admit these things. Totally. Oh. So it was a, it was a learning experience, and it was a growing experience, Kristen. Aww. A growing experience. I'm proud of you. Thank proud you. Of you. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you overcame this adversity. Yes, thank you. It was very tough. Very tough. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our two thumbs up for the week. What are your thumbs up? What would you recommend? Okay, I got two quick ones. First one is a new app that I just recently put on my phone called The Moment. It's called Moment, The Moment app. Okay. It's going to make you cry. You're going to, you are going to hate yourself. Um, I just recently okay. bought well, you're a really book. selling it yeah, so far. I know, I know. Just get ready. You know, I like this. I'm, I'm a masochist. Um, I just recently bought a book, How to Break Up with Your Phone. And it's an, a great Ugh. book, by the way. It's a great book. Um, first half just kind of freaks you out, like you can't believe you're doing this to yourself. And the second half is how to fix it. And the first Wait, what's step, this book called? Oh, it's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. We'll no, link to okay. it. Yeah, I'll link to it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's fantastic. It's a really quick read. Um, it will make you want to get off your phone, trust me. But in their, like, tactical, like, how do you do this, step one is to install the Moment app on your phone. And what the Moment mm-hmm. app does is tracks how much time you spend on your phone in a day. And not uh, only that, but how many times you pick it up. Uh, now, I, once again, being a three, am not going to admit to you people how many hours. Sarah, come on, tell us. 
Well, it varies. <laughs> it varies. Um, my best days have been around um, one and a half to two hours, which that is yeah. um, I have had a couple of days almost to seven hours. Seven, yeah. se- seven hours. Seven consecutive, like not consecutive, but like not just like. Like ac- active Actual hours. active time on my phone. There were two days that I was like six hours and 50 minutes. Oh, oh okay. my Lord. Okay. It's. That's bad. Illuminating. I mean, I'm sure that mine would be the same. I'm sure. Well, it, 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 and you know, I, I, of course, I started throwing up excuses immediately. I'm like, well, you know, I edit all my photos on my phone now. I don't use my computer. Like a lot of it isn't social media so much as actually doing things on my phone for work. But really, True. but really, but really, I'm sure it's probably like 60% just mindless social media mm-hmm. scrolling. Scrolling. Yeah. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. You guys yeah, have got to put this what? on your phone. I do think we should all put it on our phone. I'm going to put it on my phone and then we can talk about it because I, I just, I think all of us would be really surprised. It is the opposite of mindfulness to not know how much you're looking at your phone. And so I do think that that app is, is a good mindfulness practice just to know, like, this is what I'm doing. You know, we need to know, um, where (sighs) we're struggling and that's, that's a wake up call. I'm sure. And so that's all free. But there is, if you pay, I think it's like two ninety nine for the to unlock the whole thing. They actually uh-huh. install alarms on your phone when you bypass uh-huh. the time. So mine's set for four hours right now. I'm working slowly. I'd like to get down lower, but like so at four hours, it's just like it starts going ding, and it's like time's up, time's up, and it won't let you. Like you can swipe it up, but it'll come. It'll do it again. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Uh-huh. Then I mean, you can actively go in and turn that thing off, but still, its job is done because you're like just yeah. you're like yeah, my, my time's up and. So that's been happening. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm done. And so now that's I've been good. really mindful in the morning to like do the things that I know I need to get done for work Yes. Um, on my phone. And then if I have extra time, that's great. But it actually has been really helpful. So. Oh, totally. I'm sure. I think you should do that. So that's my number one. My number okay. two is the wet brush, which so many of you people know. I mean, how did I not know about this for so long? My daughter has the most tangled oh. hair ever. The wet brush. Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah. It's all it, about the wet brush. The wet brush. But the thing is, yes. she doesn't have tangles anymore. But now that my hair is practically sister wife length, I have had trouble with tangles. And I cannot basically use conditioner anymore unless I use my wet brush with my hair. And it saved the day. I love it. Everyone I mean, has to have so one. so interesting because I've never... My, I mean, they are a lifesaver at my house for my girls, but I've never used it on my own hair. Well, let me tell you, Kristen, Only when your hair is past your breasts, <laughs> when you look like Eve <laughs> your hair is so from long Adam right and now. Eve, and like you live where I live, where we have 30 mile per hour, per hour sustained winds half the time, yeah, it gets so flipping tangled. So I, oh, I cannot sure. believe I waited this long to get a wet brush. I, I can't it. believe I have five of them in my house and I've never tried one on my own hair. You so. hit it. Do it. You're going to love it. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. So what do you got for us? Okay. Well, the first is this is a thing that um, came in my Fit Fab Fun. Is that what it is? Fab Fit Fun? I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That it's box. That subscription box, which I yeah. enjoy. Those are really fun. Um, but, you know, you get all these kinds of sample 
actually they're full sized, but it's samples of products. Um, and so this came in one of the boxes. It's Kate Somerville's Exfolicate. See what she did there? Oh. Exfolicate. Okay, I'm gonna let that name pass. Smarty um, pants. Intensive. I know the name's kind of dumb, but it's the intensive exfoliating treatment. And here's what it is. It's kind of like um, a scrub mask hybrid. Mm -hmm. And so you put it on your face. I usually do it in the shower and then you leave it on for two to three minutes. It's got salicylic acid in it and it makes you feel like you've done a long scrub, long mask. But the thing I like about it is you can just, you have to wait 10 minutes. It's just two to three. Then it starts getting tingly and you can feel that it's kind of exfoliating and working. So I will, you know, scrub it all over my face and then I'll leave it on while I shampoo and condition. And then I rinse it off in the shower, which is so much easier than a mask because I, I like doing masks, but I hate the process of like washing the mask yeah, off. Yeah, I agree. It's pain. So it's just kind of like a shower mask and it's green and it smells really good. I really like it. I think I've used that before. Yeah. I think I used to use some of her products back in the day. I'd, um, people love her stuff. Yeah. I, Very cool. I, don't know. I really like I really like that scrub. And I actually, it's so easy to use that um, I bought an extra um, an extra one for my 13-year-old who, you know, struggles with the, the teen skin a little oh, bit. That's awesome. Um, so that he can use it in the shower. Because, you know, salicylic acid is so great for renewing skin. Oh, yeah. And dealing with, you know, pimples or whatever. So... Oh, yeah. Yes. It's nice. It's a nice product. I like it. And then my other recommendation, which I – this is a product that I really love. It is the CoverGirl um, Eyebrow Powder. And this one is kind of hard to explain, but I have no eyebrows, so I'm constantly looking for the product that can help me put my eyebrows on quickly in the morning. Uh -huh. um, this thing is – it looks like a tube of mascara and you pull it out and there's a wand and it's a very thin wand and it gets covered in powder when you stick it in, you know, the way that you would cover a mascara wand. Yeah. Um, and, but then you can just use that skinny wand to paint your eyebrow on and it lasts all day. I really, really like it. That's really cool. I know nothing about eyebrow stuff because I have bangs. Oh, well, I, and you have good eyebrows, but I feel like so many of the eyebrow products out there, the applicator is too fat. Yeah. And then like, it gets, you know what I mean? Like yes. to get a precision line. Totally. No, that's but a this, really good idea. This thing has a really small applicator. Um, and I just like that it's a, a one-stop shop, like, and you can carry it in your purse. Mm -hmm. It's super, super quick. Like you just swipe that little baby on. See, um, it is, it may good. not be the most... You know, it, it may not be the the perfect look, but it's a good quick a daily quick. eyebrow shaper. No, that's a good. There's one that I use that's like a, a, a green natural option that I love that anyone that has um, like has dark hair but is looking for an eyebrow color that is brown but has no warmth to it because I ah. hate when it looks a little bit orangey, yes. you know yes, what I'm talking yes. about? This I is like do. really ashy, but dark brown. It's by Plume, and we'll link to that too. But the only thing about it is, it's, you know, it's in a pot, and you have to use an eyebrow brush 
to apply it. And I love what you're saying in that it's just yeah. like a one-stop shop because that's the one thing. I Sometimes I do my brows if my bangs have just been trimmed or whatever, that I'm wearing them back. Um, and I love this plume, but it's kind of a pain, like, to get out the brush and the, you know, pot. Well, exactly. Like, like this CoverGirl product is, you know, like I said, it's really not the best. Yeah. But it's the fastest and easiest. If yeah. you have to do your eyebrows every day and you get tired of it, it's a good one. But I'm going to buy this plume one for myself, too, for fancy times. I really like the plume one. It, it's, ooh, it's got, they've got great colors. Yeah. So we'll link to that, too. SelfiePodcast.com is where we will link up to all of our products, but we will also beginning um, be starting to link our products up in our Facebook community as well. Well, we're going to take a quick minute to talk about a sponsor that I am digging so much, um, Prep Dish. So Prep Dish is a meal planning service, which is an area of self-care where I regularly fail. It is a subscription-based meal planning service. So when you sign up, you get an email every week with a grocery list and instructions for planning all of your meals ahead of time. Yeah, it's super cool. I've, by the way, I've been loving these emails that I'm getting. It's like oh, everything me is too. Like spread out for you, like right there. And all it really takes is a couple of hours to prep at the first of every week. So like for me, I do it on Sunday. I go get all of my stuff at the grocery store. I prep it all. And then you'll have your meals ready to go for the entire week. It is just like such a time saver. And the meals are really, really delicious. Plus the coolest thing because Chris and I both have dietary requirements, you have your choice of gluten-free, dairy-free, and paleo meals that are whole food-based. It's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, I have been really surprised how health-conscious this company is. It's like it everything is really healthy. I mean, pretty much the entire thing is gluten-free, which is a huge bonus. Yes. Another bonus, Sarah, I don't know if you've tried this part yet or not, but they have this feature where you can choose a meal and it'll add all of the ingredients into an Instacart account and then you click and order all your groceries. (laughs) It's heaven for an introvert. Heaven. Uh, I know. (laughs) It's so great. Like it is a total game changer for me. I love it. It really is. And they just, there's so many different recipes to choose from. It's just, it's, it's been a great, great service that I really, really enjoyed far more than I thought I was going to. So the founder, Allison, who obviously is an angel, she is offering listeners <laughs> a free two-week trial to try it out. So all you have to do is check out prepdish.com slash selfie for this deal. That's a free two-week trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash selfie for your first two weeks free. Our next discussion is about showering. And I have to, we have to preface this with, it was, um, it was a message that I left to our community group on -hmm. Facebook because I have a thing with washcloths and I, I don't dislike them. I want everyone to know that. I just do not understand how people can get them sudsy. Because whenever I use a washcloth, I will rub the soap on it and, and then I like slap the washcloth on me and there's like no, there's no soap. Like the, there's not yeah. any suds and it drives me batty. Like I don't, so I don't use it. I use a nasty germ-laden shower puff. We'll talk about those in a little bit. 
But we ended up doing a poll, right? We did this poll Mm -hmm. asking people what they use. It was all over the board. People are, like, recommending all these different washcloths. But I'm going to say this. No one still has answered my question, which is how do you make a washcloth sudsy? Okay. Well, I grew up in a family that used washcloths. That is what we did. Okay. And I think, first of all, it really depends on the texture of the washcloth. Right. Okay. Because if you've got like a smooth, like, you know, non-pile washcloth, it's not going to get sudsy. You need a washcloth with some looping, you know, with like like a yeah. higher pile, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then there's enough friction that it's going to get on the washcloth and suds up. But I also think it depends on the soap you're using. I mean, maybe you're using some green soap that doesn't really have lather. No, I can get it to lather with my hands. Oh, okay. See, this is so I think you're probably right. And that's why I, for the longest time, have used the um, the shower puffs. What are they made out of? They're, yes. Um, it was on the pool. Plastic, right? The what? They're plastic, right? I think the that they puffs? are. Or are you? Oh, here we go. Mesh. They're called mesh shower puffs, which yeah, yeah I, think, I think is a plasticizer. It's a certain kind of plastic, but I I yeah. love those because they like really get all sudsy and bubbly. But when we were doing oh the, nothing lathers like those. Oh, I mean, they're that, amazing. That'll, but yeah. when, when we did the poll. I was like, what do you call this thing? And I Googled it, and it was like every single Google return article was germ-laden. Don't ever use them. Cause, like, all sorts of skin conditions. And I'm like, is that why I have bumps all over my back? Oh, my God. It's not Grover's disease. It's a mesh shower puff. But Yeah, people... so we really hate to say this, but um, any of you out there using those puffs, it's just basically a bacteria form. It is. And the way it happens, I read about it, is that, it, you know, your, your dead skin cells become, like, sloughed off onto that thing. Barf. And they live on that thing, and they develop bacteria. Obviously, this is all at a microscopic level. And then you rub all of that bacteria on your skin, which is right. so gross but also so depressing because I love my shower puff because it's really sudsy. What does a girl well, do? Well, here's why I think it's – here's why I think it's sudsy. Now, I have no science to back me up. But see, you know, it's it's got a lot of loops and a lot of surface area yeah. where a washcloth is just flat. You're so right. No, so you're I don't right. Think, I don't think you can ever get that level of sud that you can with a loofah or, I mean, a, a poof. Now, there is a loofah as well. Right. I think that's a little bit too much for my skin. But people I know. Like I loofahs. agree. I know. People like loofahs. All right. I feel strongly about this washing thing. And okay. I think... I just think the best option is to use your hands. You lather up with the bar of soap, you use your hands. Now, this does pose a problem when we're talking about our more delicate areas. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so I grew up washing all my areas with a washcloth. And that's how you get the, you know, the nether regions both <laughs> soaped and right. then rinsed. Right. But, you know, when I started having kids, I realized, like, I've got four kids sharing one bathroom. They're all using each other's washcloths, no matter how much I say, this pink one is yours and blue. Like, I'm going through all this trouble to assign the washcloths and wash the washcloths. And I'm just feeling like my bathroom is just a cesspool of germs (laughs) because they won't use the correct washcloth. And, you know, I'm 
and their children, you know, are, hygiene in young children is just not the best. I finally installed, you know what, actually, this is when I started getting on the handheld thing. Okay. My husband was in a horrible car accident. Um, this is my ex-husband. He was in a horrible car accident, and we installed one of those hospital shower arms that you can detach and wash certain sections of yourself, right? right? And then I started using it, realizing, okay, the ability to have the wand, detachable wand, to, you know, rinse off parts that might be, you know, vertically challenged <laughs> right, is amazing. Like, there's nothing that gets it clean quite like that. And the funny thing is, Europe is all over the detachable wands. I mean, any place you go in Europe, they've got they the detachable are. wands. They also have bidets. And I do think Americans are a little behind mm-hmm. on the nether region cleaning thing. I totally agree. But I am all about the wand. And so I finally put the wand in my kid's bathroom as well. And I just teach them, like, you soap it up, you, you know, you use soap, you soap it up with your hands, and then you use that wand to rinse everything off and no more washcloths. Yep. That's good. Uh, yeah, I, I am. I am anti-washcloth. My husband uses a washcloth. He loves it. He uses the same ones that I try to suds up. We also have an, a detachable arm kind of deal that we use that's great for my kids. It is. I'm like, take it off, Malou. Wash here and there, you know, moving mm-hmm. it around the body. So I agree. And I think that good old just using your hands is the best way to go. I can get a good suds. Um because for the longest time I was using body washes, but I've tried to get off the body wash and just go straight soap because body washes obviously contain water. And if you've got water in a product, that means you've got a preservative in the product. I'm like, why am I washing myself with preservatives? Like, I don't need to do that. Right. Just use good old. We use the oatmeal and honey soap from Trader Joe's. It's super simple. Oh, I know. I love that stuff. Super it's cheap. Great. I love it. But I will say for those of you out there that do prefer to use some sort of cloth, you should go over to this post on our selfie podcast community because people linked to some great different washcloths that they use that are not like your typical cotton one that you buy in a set, you know, with your hand towels and your bath towels and things. They're like smaller ones that I think, um, some of them, this is, they're like, they're Japanese exfoliating bath towels and they're really small and they're really inexpensive. You can get them on Amazon and they apparently like really suds up and they also exfoliate. So there's a lot of really good ideas in this thread that I found. Yes. And then in that thread on Facebook, I also linked up to, um, if you're interested in the whole shower wand thing for about $50, what you can do is on Amazon, you can buy a, sh- a replacement shower head. So you don't have to call a plumber. You just unscrew your shower head. You put a new shower head on and it has an attached detachable wand. That's perfect. Um, and they're, they're nice. They're, you know, the, the shower head is like the rainfall kind. And then the wand just kind of clips onto the side. Um, I really cannot recommend those wands enough. If, if you start using them, you will just never want to go back. Yeah. So those are basically our feelings. Those are our feelings on what we think you should be doing with your shower time, people. Could you just do what we say? But we'd love to hear. I mean, that's still an ongoing discussion that's happening about all that stuff. So let us know. If you've got any amazing tips or tricks, we'd love to hear them. We'd love to hear them. 
Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.